0: shit on the table we are a grooming podcast for groomers by groomers we talk about the everyday life of grooming hot topics and tell your stories so cool so i just wanted to start off by saying thank you thank you thank you thank you um in between our recording sessions we got like a shit ton of like recommendations on the face space um so cool
1: (laughs) thank you all
0: yes thank you so much we love hearing your guys's feedback and it's just crazy with the amount of positivity we've just been getting this um specifically like in this new year um we've gotten the most positive feedback from you guys and just saying thank you and like sending so much love and it's really crazy
1: you know because we've been doing this for what two years <laughs> yeah we've been doing it for two years um our first year went off pretty good and then you know things happened so it's good to start off 2021 with all your love and affection it's amazing like we don't i don't do well with uh, compliments or like love and support so if I sound like I'm an unappreciative bitch, <laughs> um, that's not the case. I am socially awkward, and I have trauma. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's really hard to express my gratitude in a way that, like, cements itself in more than just a few people, you know? And this is why I handle social media. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've been told quite a few times where... I don't have enough fluff, so... It's just, you don't come across
0: Facebook, like, I don't want to say soft.
1: I don't. I really don't. No. (laughs) And that's not the first... You can be completely honest about that. That's not the first time somebody said that. I've been told multiple times that my attitude needs adjusting.
0: So I'm glad that you
1: love me for... I don't think your attitude needs adjusting. No, it's just the way I, I... myself out there on the internet or like yeah. how I talk to people or respond um so like- I think you
0: did like one post one time and I was like bro what is that <laughs> like make it sound fun you don't sound like you're having fun <laughs> and I was like just just post this <laughs> just post what I wrote but no like we do love it it's crazy because I'm awkward myself. And, like, so uh, responding to compliments are the weirdest thing. Yeah. It's yeah. really hard. I've gotten better throughout. Emojis help my life. Um, GIFs, let me tell you, <laughs> are amazing. They literally speak what I'm trying to say. So I usually respond. All of our recommendations have a crying GIF. Like, yeah.
1: It's just so just so you guys know we we plan to do our best to be out and about so like seeing us in person or talking to us is a little bit different than you know yeah being on on social media yeah especially with me um oh my god your dog farted and it's in my mouth (laughs) (laughs)
0: um but it's just been crazy you know um Hearing just, you know, I'm waiting for like the negative feedback because I know there are people out there who probably just don't like our podcast,
1: which is true. But the algorithm keeps shooting at us like the the good stuff, yeah. And it's like great because I'm gonna tell you, I'm one of those kind of people that if you have any negative thing to say about me, please say it behind my back.
0: Oh, see, I'm kind of like I want to hear it. No, I don't want to hear any of it. it. I don't (laughs) want to
1: see it. I don't want to hear it. I don't. It's not that I take rejection well, but I just don't feel the need to deal with rejection. Yeah. It fuels my fire.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't know. I've always had... I think it's because I've had so much rejection in my life that I spun it in a way... That it's like, please, tell me you hate me. Like, I love
1: it. I think it's, well, you also like, (laughs) (laughs) like, your life isn't that dramatic, so you like to feel the drama or feel some sort of drama. And you like to hear about the drama. And I'm the same exact way, even though my life is completely filled with drama. Yeah. But I love to hear and see it, but I don't want it in my face.
0: (laughs) Oh, you know, I pissed someone off on Facebook
1: the other day.
0: And I'm just like, (laughs) boo-hoo. Like, what do you want me to do with that information? Yeah. That, like, you just are upset. But I'm waiting for our first negative response. But I'm loving just just the amazing feedback that you guys have been giving us. Like, for the first year and a half, we didn't really get too much interaction from our listeners and we were just kind of like if only one person's listening like we'll keep going yeah and you know now that like i'm
1: seeing that the numbers are rising everybody's like interacting with us yes, like it's even more exciting yeah and you know the interaction makes it so much more fun it does especially during this time we couldn't do anything We couldn't go out there and do the things that we had planned to do. And the interaction really made us feel special, like, uh, closer, you know. Closer to the podcast.
0: Yes. I think in general. Yes. Because, you know, being a podcast, there is a little bit more of a disconnect. You know, we're not heavy on social media. um, Like all the other influencers. And I I don't want to say that we're influencers because I don't. I think podcasting has its own different realm um i think of, you just
1: don't want the negative connotation no
0: no no. because i really think of the podcasts i've been engrossed in the podcast world being a listener for so long yeah and it doesn't <clears throat> to me when i am listening to my favorite podcasters i don't see them as influencers i actually see them like as friends and, and you so get to
1: you get to interact you There's less
0: interaction when you're in the podcast realm. Well, then what are we doing differently? Um, We're not really doing anything different than that I see other podcasters doing. I feel like the podcast world is a little bit more intimate for some reason.
1: I like being intimate.
0: Yes, and that's what I love about what we've created and that we have like a more intimate platform than what you see on like the Facebook influencers or the social media influencers it seems like more personality, and we don't have a personality. We're literally just ourselves talking yeah. on a microphone. So, like, what you see, what you hear, is what you see in public.
1: Yeah, that's very you true. You know,
0: so like, that's why I don't ever, I, I don't know, I don't think we're influencers. We're more intimate.
1: I don't know, and I really enjoy that. So, to your group see- of friends that are loud. What? <laughs> with microphones. <laughs> We're your groomer friends that are oh, loud and have microphones.
0: Exactly. And like, so, because like when I people reach out to us, you know, I'm usually the first one to respond. And it's like, I just talk to these people as if I've known them forever. Like, I love chatting. I'll chat with you. And like, sometimes I get a sense that these people don't really want to chat with me. <laughs> and it kind of like get offended and not offended in the sense that oh well you should be talking to me yeah no I'm offended like oh I really I just wanted to chat like we were having a good conversation (laughs) so like I because I'm usually on my phone the husband is either on the computer or at band practice so I'm really just home alone and I can only bother you so much so like when these randoms hit me up I'm like yeah someone to talk to and then they're like okay well I gotta go and I'm like oh, I'm more excited that you're t- talking to me yeah. than anything but so it's just been really fun to see like all this amazing positivity around the podcast right now and it f- makes me want to like keep moving forward yeah, <laughs> yeah. cool so thank you again. <laughs> Keep up the good work, our listeners, which we need to come up with a nickname for our listeners. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, because they make like listeners or viewers or fans, they come up with. OK, you remember Stacia? Yeah. OK, so our friend Stacia is like an influencer in a different realm, completely different realm. Yeah. Well, anyway. Which you should go watch her. She's on TikTok. Um, she does paranormal
0: stuff and yeah. like, her lives. I don't really like watching TikTok lives, but I'll actually I watch. I watching
1: TikTok. I do too. But I'll watch hers. Because she talks to you the whole time. They're
0: interactive and like you're ghost hunting. And like she legit has a ghost room in her house with all like these demonic things and like dolls with entities in them. Oh, I brought Story in there the other day too. Oh, why
1: would you subject her to that room? It's terrifying. It is not. It's really chill in there. What? And Story was like talking to like the ghost. <laughs> It's heavy. That room is heavy. It's not. They made it. They there's so many more dolls since the last time you've been. You got to go in there. There's so many more like interesting things in there, because her viewers sent her stuff, yeah. and the vibe is really cool. It's a really cool room. Like you go in there, it's it's pretty cool. It's, I
0: don't know that one doll. I swear was attacking me. Okay. Well.
1: <laughs> anyway, um. So it sh- anyway, her fans came up with crabs. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, what she is doesn't that? understand how it came up, but like her thing is crabs. Yeah. So I mean, you guys have f- you were calling shitters, little shitters for a while. I was. It just didn't stick. It. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, though, is like the fans or the people watching or the yeah. the um, the friends are the ones who create the.
0: Well, okay. You guys have a new job. You need to create a nickname.
1: And stay away from crabs.
0: Yeah, I don't. I didn't get that. I kept seeing that. She doesn't understand how. No, she
1: doesn't understand how it happened either. Yeah. So they're all crabs now. They all have crabs. Stacia, Stacia has crabs. Stacia has
0: crabs. What's her handle? Stacia's weird. Stacia's weird. Yeah. Yeah, you should go hit her up on TikTok.
1: Yeah, if you like weird stuff. Yeah, if you
0: love paranormal. Just a super hot weird chick. There you go. Yeah. We're like
1: tall chicks. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so how was your week? Um, grooming wise, it was pretty. <sighs> OK, for me, it was fine. My apprentice hasn't been feeling good. She took uh, a couple days off. And then when she came back, she was sick. So she went home. So it's been literally just me like this past week and then the week before. And it has been fine. It literally has been fine. I've just been sticking to my schedule, just doing my own dogs. It's pretty chill, um, but I did have to do like for some reason the universe tells me, and there's certain dogs that I won't call back, and there's certain dogs I won't encourage to be on a regular regular schedule mm-hmm. because they're assholes. And I know some people are like, oh, if they're on a regular schedule, they'll be better. No, I've been doing these damn dogs for years. <laughs> and they're It'll, still assholes. They're still assholes. Nothing changes. So i rather just see them once every blue moon and shave them down. Yeah. So, but the universe told me that this week I needed to see every single one. And even though, and not on top of that, the universe told me I have to do my most challenging dogs. That Milo? Okay, yeah, I did Milo fucking Friday at six in the morning. So, I can't believe it's still alive. Yeah, she's not dying. She's losing all her hair. There's something wrong with her. And the mom's like, What do I do? And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I'm all evil grin. (laughs) I I try to hold it back every time. The irreversible thing. (laughs) Yeah, so, so anyway, she, they can't figure out what's wrong with her. All her levels look fine. Um, I have um, a large doodle that has a sebaceous, a, inflammation of the sebaceous glands, and she lost all her hair, and we've Is been... that the one that you were doing, the dips? No, I shouldn't say dips, but the... Like oil the oil treatments? Yeah. I do her every Saturday. Every Saturday she comes in, and it's $120 every Saturday to just get a bath, because we do an hour-long treatment of just soaking her in mineral oil. So... Um... <clears throat> Yeah, no, her hair's growing back and she's looking really cute and really good. Um, so gay for her. So anyway, I I gave that information that I got from that dog over to Milo's mom, um, my psychotic. Um, Lassa opso And they, her vet said, it's probably not that, it's probably something else. Or they have to go to a geneticist. And I'm like, oh my God, if this dog has genetically alopecia, that would be amazing. I would never have to see her again. (laughs) (laughs) Because she's like nine. She still has years on her. So I had every single bad dog and the dog I inherited from you, Samson. And he was the worst he's ever been today or When I did him. How worse? Like the first time I did him, he was good. The second time I did him, I like the first time I did him, he was good. I did not notice any problems. Mm -hmm. I guess my apprentice said that he was showing teeth and he was like kind of a little fussy. But he was perfectly fine. The second time I did him, he was like naughty for his front feet and his nails. Yeah. This time (laughs) picking him up was a problem. Touching his back feet was a problem. Mm -hmm. Doing the whole haircut was a problem. I don't know. Maybe he got too comfortable. I'm like, that sounds like the Sebastian I know. Samson. Samson. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, See, I've already forgotten about him. Exactly. <laughs> but when you <laughs> told him he was bad, I was like, Nah, no, he's not that bad. But uh-huh. now he's fucking horrible. And I told his parents, and I was like, basically, get out my door. Yeah, he got comfortable
0: with you. He got
1: comfortable. He was the worst he's ever been. I had him. I had my nasty little naughty Nina. Because they didn't say anything. I just told him he's the worst. I'm sorry. This is what you get. There's, like, a huge patch on his tummy he wouldn't let me get. He still looks cute, but there's clear flaws. Yeah. Bye. Take your dog elsewhere. Asshole dog. Oh, my God. I'm not going to take their phone call if they call me. So, yeah. I had also my giant chow and a bunch of... I saw big, that on your TikTok. Yeah, he looked amazing. He was a wreck. I was gonna ask. A wreck. I hadn't seen him since November. And I assume that they did not get groomed somewhere else. He did. When? <laughs> November? I don't know, but Daddy said because of how expensive. Daddy said? Daddy said. Daddy? The dad. Daddy. Is he cute? No. Oh. So why do you call him daddy? Because you know, when I you say mommy and daddy to no. about the <laughs> Specifically, when you talk about this child, though, it's always daddy. Because he has, okay, he has divorced parents. So I have to say mommy and daddy. Uh-huh. Because they're divorced. Why they share it? custody, but he <laughs> lives with daddy and daddy does the grooming. <laughs> so daddy took him to someplace else. And apparently this grooming, this lady's been grooming for 20 plus years. Oh, so I don't she's know. She's tired. She took on the dog. She's the one who initiated everything. She was just, she happened to be cheaper than me. So he's like, okay, I just wanted to get him in for a bath and like, you know, just in between coming to me. Uh Uh-huh. And I guess they sent him away because he was growling and he was nasty. He's a chow. So yeah, so he still has to pay the $180 to come see me for a little bath and a trim. So, but I made him look amazing. So he's like, yeah, no, no. I'm working again, so I'll be coming back. But I wasn't working. I had to save money. So anyway, he was a wreck. A wreck. I got it out, though. But yeah, all the dogs that were very difficult as far as, like, my hands and working. Yeah. I got all at one time, and all my nasty dogs I got all at one time. It did. It did suck. And then there was something else, and I forgot. But yeah, otherwise, it was a good week. I kept up my pace. Were you going to talk about your intern doing three full groom dogs? Oh, yeah. My apprentice has groomed officially three full dogs by herself, and they look really good. And I think, like, there's, like, that whole mentality of Petco and PetSmart in my head. Like, she should be, like, doing way more dogs. But then I look at these full grooms that are three full grooms, and Mm -hmm. when they are done, they look like quality of... Uh, an established groomer so she can take her time yeah if she's putting out that quality she can take her time learning because i mean i think that's the way it should be it should be that way yes for sure but there's still that corporate yeah. like crank them out mentality mm-hmm. and you have to you need to learn faster get your rhythm down it's
0: hard get to, your routine it's hard to break that mold yeah. You know, and like change the ways and go against the grain that you're used to.
1: Yeah. So anyway, how was your week?
0: Um, my week, or weeks have been a fucking blur. <laughs> they, I am, so I know it's like super, super early, but we've.
1: Kind of just been telling everybody. Well, you've been on a journey. And it's like a journey everybody knows about.
0: Exactly. So. so we just want to keep everybody in the loop. And we've decided that we're going to put it out there. But I am officially pregnant. I'm pregnant. <laughs> I'm about... Um, I'll be seven weeks, I think, tomorrow. Yeah. And so I'm still being pumped with, like, extra hormones. Yeah. And I have been... It has been the most torturous experience. Like, I was literally comparing it to my hospital stay. (laughs) Like, hmm, I can't eat food. I'm sick. The only thing that's different is I'm not in pain (laughs) and, like, not in the hospital. But it's been horrible. Yeah. I've never been late a day since I started my business. And I was late twice last week to work because I couldn't get out of bed when I'm waking up like super super early and I'm forcing myself to get up that is when my morning sickness is at it's worst and then it stays at it's worst all day Yeah. so like eating is non-existent I'm literally gagging down just toast and butter sometimes a bowl of cereal if I think I can handle it but for the most part I can't eat I can't drink. I can't look at food. I can't smell food. I can't do anything. And like. If you know anything about me. Food is my life.
1: She's always eating. (laughs) For such a tiny human. She's always eating. Yeah.
0: I ate five times a day. And now I've gone to eating maybe. When you can. Yeah. And And then when I am eating. It's. A couple bites it's
1: it's like that it's
0: torturous because i'm hungry
1: it'll get better i'm hungry (laughs) i'm fucking hungry you just gotta (laughs) find those go-to foods looks like
0: smoothies and like those smoothie bowls with fruit in them
1: that's good that's good that's a good way to get your vitamins and calories that's it you'll find those go-to foods and if you have cravings of something just eat it you're pregnant. You know, oh, I crave hot Cheetos. That's fine, but, but they hurt my stomach. Okay, well, I mean, but I want them, so then
0: I eat them, <laughs> and then I have like heartburn of the stomach.
1: Okay, you're gonna have, oh, so there like was my this, stomach burns. So somebody told me that like if you have heartburn, apparently that's like the hair, like your your child will be born with a lot of hair.
0: Well, that was a given. <laughs> me and Harvey are hairy people.
1: <laughs> yeah. So and that one, that one came true with me with my first one. Yeah, Story did have a lot of hair. Fucking afro out the out the womb, and it was
0: curly to begin with. Yeah,
1: she was just. And then my my two year old just got her first haircut, and it was really just her bangs. I know. <laughs> she, she, she has, has no like hair. no hair, and it's like pin straight. It's not pin straight. It's curly when it's wet, and you have to put product in it to <laughs> hold the curls. So she has hair like mine. Yeah. Where yeah. it's she's probably gonna but have it's, wavy It's hair. very fine, very fine. I don't know. I got one Hispanic baby, and then
0: Abel know. looks Hispanic. She does not look like she's just a little. She's milk chocolate, whereas Story is like a
1: little bit more dark chocolate. Okay, first of all, that is not. Story's not dark chocolate. She's like a in caramel. In the summer. In the summer, yeah, she does get a little bit more rich in melanin, but um she's not like her complexion's not very like, like deep. She gets darker than Chris though, which is which is like girl, when she gets like mm-hmm. like really dark in the summer and she puts lotion on. Yeah. My daughter feels herself so hard lately. She like loves which is playing, good. loves playing with her looks and everything. She just got a little side shave and some like Etching work done in her hair. She just did. Loves you do feel the- that, or did your sister? My sister did it. She loves feeling herself. You know, Fable is just like she's two, so she don't care.
0: I, don't I know. For see, Fable is gonna be,
1: and we're so used to not like brushing our hair because she's got none. <laughs> well, no, it's not even that. She has enough hair to be brushed, but like I don't brush my hair. Story doesn't brush her hair. We don't brush her hair often. Yeah. So like I, we have curly hair. It just
0: it'll be the same like when her hair is longer and wavy i didn't brush my hair
1: she can get away with that yeah okay cool
0: because it takes the waves out so just brush your hair with conditioner in the shower and that's it it's the same thing because you don't want to lose the wave which i don't have waves anymore my hair is straight now and falling the fuck out (laughs) Um, like early I am,
1: pregnancy is the worst, dude. Oh, I'm dripping
0: grease from my face. I could cook bacon.
1: So we're we so we're going to talk about the other thing. Like how did you found out that horrible day that was that you were so, working? That was just like awful for all of us. We were all like on pins and needles like, dude, got to call the doctors.
0: Oh, I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Okay, so yeah, so I came home. It was Tuesday. This past Tuesday. Because I was off Wednesday. This past Tuesday I got home and this is like totally TMI guys. Um, I come home. I go to the bathroom and just had been like I had this intense cramp during one of my dogs. I didn't think anything of it. And so I come home. I go to the bathroom because it's like the first thing I do is go pee. And like I'm bleeding. Like there's it's brown blood which When you're pregnant, brown blood is the best blood, apparently.
1: Um, Yeah, I bled a little.
0: But this was more than what I have bled in the past. Yeah. And so I kind of was, like, freaking out. So I called my OB because I'm psycho. And, like, I texted my my infertility doctor. I called my OB and posted on a pregnancy IVF group. (laughs) (laughs) because I love my groups and so even in the group everyone was like you should call your OB if you can't get a hold of your fertility doctor and then you were and you and Stacia were saying you go to the doctor and so my OB was like 440 was like I don't think I'm gonna be able to have a nurse call you but they'll call you in the morning and so they did they called me Wednesday morning and they got me in at 11 and so we went in for our first ultrasound because they're like you know what it is brown but just come in And we're like, okay. So we go, and we're kind of stressed. We kind of had a shit morning that morning. We found out a friend of ours had died. Um, And then we were going through, like, this bleeding stuff because I still hadn't necessarily stopped, but it wasn't at the volume as it was um, when I first saw it. And so we go in for the ultrasound. I've never been with this doctor. We just went in to whoever was available. And... So, okay, so they shoved the wand up there, <laughs> <Right>? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they put their little handy-dandy condom on. And so she's asking me, like, you know, have you had sex? Like, what's happening? And I was like, well, I haven't necessarily had sex, but, like, with my husband. <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> she's like, oh, okay, like, who, who would you do? And I was like, well, I had sex with myself. She's like, oh, my God. I thought you were going to say you would sex, like, with your boyfriend or something. <laughs> so I was like, nah. I mean, kind of. I mean, they're kind of like boyfriends, right? <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God. She's like, so you stuck something up there at the most. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, "Well, that's probably what it is." And so then I kind of felt stupid because I forgot about
1: doing yeah, that. Yeah, and you didn't tell us that, and <laughs> I would have said the same thing. Like, I completely forgot. Your body's telling you, you need to knock some things off, <laughs> work less, and relax, and stop fucking yourself hard.
0: <laughs> I didn't even fuck myself hard, okay. But I completely forgot that I had done that and because, like, my brain fog is crazy. Yeah. It is so crazy. It doesn't go away, by the way. Yeah. Well, my brain fog was bad before I got pregnant, and now it's ten times worse. But anyways, so she's, you know, doing her thing, and we both look up at the screen, and we see our baby. And we're like, oh, awesome. Like, oh, my God. And then she moves it a little bit, and she's like, oh, look. There's two. (laughs) And I was like, I started crying. (laughs) Because you're happy? Because I'm happy and my whole world, like, just changed in, like, a blink of an eye. (laughs) You got two beans. Because there were two little heartbeats in there. They both measured the same. So seemingly healthy, growing at the same rate. Not one at this moment in time because it is still very, very early um at this moment in time they're both sucking my soul dry and distributing the nutrients evenly with each other they're sharing appropriately you know everything looked great and there were two
1: two parasites (laughs) and the the bleeding is because the parasites are probably digging in nice and deep yeah and i we literally i
0: I'm still sometimes in shock. Like, our whole thing now in the house is like, we'll just randomly be like, twins! <laughs> I'll just hear him in the bathroom and be like, twins! And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but it's, <clears throat> I don't know. I had this feeling.
1: And it was so funny, was too, because I told Harvey, I was like, I have, like, you remember that backpack I was telling you I had? Mm-hmm. But we accidentally got two newborn um, inserts for it. So you can. You can get another backpack. I'm just uh-huh. saying like I have two newborn inserts and I was going to give you both of them just so you had like the ba- a backpack,
0: like a diaper bag.
1: No, no, it's a backpack, like a baby carrier.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, Harvey was telling me about that.
1: Yeah, but I have two brand new newborn inserts because we never used the first one. And then we got a second one thinking we were going to use it. And we never used it because I had a sling. I had a yeah. bunch of different carrier, uh, baby holders and stuff and most of the time I just sat on the couch and just watched TV with the baby on me. Yeah. I was dying. But anyway, yeah. Oh yeah, you had a C-section. Yeah, so. So
0: technically you're not supposed to be lifting and all that stuff.
1: Moving, yeah. Moving. But yeah, so you got, you got. Two. And I have two baby gates for you too. Oh, we have like four. Okay, well you can have more. (laughs) But
0: two. Two babies. And so then I'm checking out right? And, you know, they're trying to book an appointment, which Harvey's like, why are you even booking an appointment? And I was like, I don't know because we booked an appointment. We're going with a midwife. And uh, you could still just, you can do tandem, but we chose not to do tandem because the midwife does tandem automatically with twins. So she has a facility that she works with. Oh,
1: okay. So you just have to go to the one that she works with. Yes. Okay. Which
0: makes more sense for us.
1: Yeah. So As long as you're getting your blood work, that's all that matters.
0: Um, yes and no she okay so the midwife that we went with she's venezuelan she was a doctor she went to medical school and everything yeah and so she's just has this approach to pregnancy that less is more and like if you want to do blood work do blood work if you don't want to do blood work don't do blood work as long as i'm measuring everything and everything looks good then you're fine
1: oh i i my OB was pretty cool. Um, the second time around, I had a midwife the first time. It didn't go very well. Um, but I did blood work because I have Hashimoto's. Yeah. And so I just wanted to make sure that my I will be doing
0: off. blood work separately through my endocrinologist.
1: Okay. So... Because yeah, of my she, thyroid. Yeah. My endocrinologist, which is the same endocrinologist you had, mm-hmm. was like, no, you, your OB yeah. will take care of the rest.
0: Well, I'm just going to tell my endocrinologist you have to handle all that. Okay. Because... I'm not going to have an OB. We're like in a fight. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, um, but if anything, the midwife, Yeah, she does all that stuff too. Yeah,
1: there's absolutely nothing up until the end. Because they just, yeah, they she just check just, your cervix and then even then, if you don't want to do she it. She doesn't check cervix. Even then you don't have to do it. And I didn't know that. Yeah. And then I was like, like no. yeah, no, I don't want my cervix checked. it's like, fucking
0: painful. Yeah. She's like, there's some pregnancies that I don't even touch their vagina even When it's labor time, she's like, "No, because you're just putting in bacteria that doesn't need to be there."
1: For sure, I agree.
0: And she's like, "And it fucking hurts." It does. Leave it alone. (laughs) That's what she said. Leave it alone. She's your massages,
1: and that's it. Peace out. But she said automatically
0: that I have twins. We have to go to um, do dual care. So cool.
1: That's cool. Yeah. But I'm not um, having any more kids. So
0: no, no. As long as everything works out, and we. The twins go to full term and I deliver twins and they stay alive. Then that's it. We're done. We're, we, we've been talking about donating our embryos. but
1: sure. How about maybe nope. another set?
0: Nope. You don't nope. want your luck? Nope. I have a retirement plan. <laughs> and it doesn't involve kids. kids but this helps term. because
1: you've been so upset for so many years. And now you had to do the in vitro. You got all of them out of the way right like you don't have to go <laughs> through another three to four years you just have to suffer well I mean you're gonna suffer for 18 years anyway with twins but you just have to <laughs> suffer now so like all that time you were complaining that was like lost you're like I lost those best years of yeah and now they're double yeah they're done you're good you're solid
0: Ugh, god and like for how sick I am. I keep getting told the sicker you are, the better.
1: It just means your hormones are fluctuating and you're producing hormones.
0: And it means that the babies are doing what they're supposed to be doing. Kicking
1: your ass, yeah.
0: And I'm just like, but that's not fun.
1: No, and the thing is is that if you go later and you're feeling sick, it means you're lacking something, which is cool because the babies are telling you that they're hungry or you need certain vitamins. It's not fun. Yeah,
0: so you guys will get to hear about pregnancy journey while birthing with twins. Because it's gonna be
1: exciting. It's gonna be so dramatic, guys. This is so exciting. Oh,
0: I'm a dramatic person. I've been complaining twenty four seven since five and a half weeks because that's when the extreme morning sickness. Oh, Vanessa was here to experience the first moment of sickness and. Being such an amazing friend that she is, she laughed at me. (laughs) We were getting ready to go hiking and I'm standing there and then all of a sudden, like this urge to vomit, like kicked in out of fucking nowhere. I ate breakfast like normal. I woke up normal. She was just standing there. And I was standing there staring at the wall trying to put my hiking backpack together and just like, is everything okay? And I'm like, uh uh-uh. <laughs> <Like> I can <could laughs> barely talk because I'm trying to keep the vomit in and I'm like I'm gonna vomit and like I ran upstairs I didn't vomit but yeah so that's that
1: I'm only laughing because I had uh, you know what I'm such a sadist I'm sorry guys <laughs> but I had such miserable pregnancies my second one wasn't as bad as my first But I was waiting for these bitches to get pregnant, and I was thinking, like, oh, we were planning on all getting pregnant around the same time like good best friends do. (laughs) But of course, no, life doesn't happen that way, and I don't get what I want. So now that everyone else is suffering, and because they were all there for me as friends, and they were all very good friends while I was pregnant, but they weren't suffering while I was suffering, and that's what made me hurt inside.
0: (laughs) And now she's taking it out on her very pregnant I, friend. I will always
1: be there for you. But <laughs> if I'm laughing, I will be laughing while I'm holding your hair up, girl. If you need a back rub, I'll be there. Oh, I'm
0: pretty sure I was laughing at you in a lot of moments of your pregnancy. Uh, it was,
1: oh, my pregnancy was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I was ridiculous. So, yeah, it's going to be great. So, uh,
0: can we, uh, uh, But anyways, so a quick recap um, because I got my smock late the ladybird smock that i was supposed to review like forever ago yeah because
1: you got you got them you ordered them the same time you ordered those pants yes you already reviewed those pants um
0: but the smock got i got the wrong size and so i had to send it back and then when i was literally the day i was leaving for mexico or for california i got the smock so i didn't even get to try it because then i was not working and then I finally when I started working again started using it and I have to say the smocks are worth it um I think I've been using it for almost two months now and the smocks are worth the price for ladybird they do exactly what they say um and I'll be investing in their vests um for the summertime. For the summertime. Yeah. Because you like you like it
1: to be airy. Yes. Because
0: their fabric is heavy. It's a very dense fabric. So work, works great for working in the winter out here. Um, But it keeps it like so. Wishful thinking is that the hair would touch the smock and it would just drop away. But I mean it's fabric. That's not how it works. It's just wishful thinking. The same thing with those pants. The same thing with the pants. But if you brush it off, the hair does come off. Or if you blow it off, there isn't a piece that stays on. And the other smocks that I were u- that I was using, over time, started allowing the hair to poke through.
1: Yeah.
0: And my started to itch. And I don't like that feeling at all. But this one, the zipper is not exposed. So that's where all the hairs were getting in um, with my other smocks. Because then it would start itching in my stomach area. Um but this one, the zipper, there's a flap over the zipper to keep it completely hairproof. Um and the smocks are actually water resistant, so you don't get wet. So I don't even use the apron that I bought from them because the smock is completely water resistant. So you don't get wet, you don't stay wet. It's amazing.
1: I'm, I might need to try there because I got an apron from them too. Yeah, and I thought I got the waterproof one. You I didn't. got the water-resistant one, and waterproof
0: water. Yeah, it, the smock is waterproof.
1: They I have forget. different ones. They do, but I was looking at one because it was cute, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, this one's cute, I know exactly which textured." One you got. And it fucking fell apart. It wasn't water-resistant, and the hair like sticks to the back of it. Yeah. So the
0: one you got because I looked at it because I wanted to see. Um and that one is more geared for hair stylists because they do have two different departments. Okay, well. And the grooming. But they didn't start coming out with the waterproof hair resistant ones until maybe like a couple years ago. Yeah. The only thing I don't like is they don't have solid prints or solid colors. And they do a lot of prints. And I like to just have black attire. Yeah. Um, but it's a give and take and I really honestly think that these these smocks are worth it they you can cinch them in the back to give it a little bit more of a look Mm -hmm. because I like things that show off my physique because I'm shapely and I don't want to get lost in you know and look like a block
1: right you already you already no makeup roughed up hair like let me at least show off my ass. I need exactly. to make a little extra money. Let me Goddamn. look cute. Yeah. And like
0: we were blocks for how long? You know, for me, six and a half years at PetSmart. Yeah. And like, so I like to have a little bit of a Warm. a fashion statement while I'm fucking working. Like, give it to me. The only thing is when you're cinching it in the back, you lose movement in your arms. So oh, but that you know, would not
1: work for me then.
0: Yeah, so you wouldn't be able to cinch. But they do kind of give somewhat of a shape, but not as much as I personally would like. Mm. I would like a, something a little bit more tighter, but in order for things to be tighter, you need to use a different fabric, so you would probably lose the quality in the waterproof, water resistant, hair resistant fabric. Yeah. So, because the more spandexy, I'm assuming, meat leaves a little bit more gap in the fibers. So, whereas this is such a dense fabric and there isn't a lot of... Str- I think there's zero stretch in these smocks. Um, it allows for blockage, I guess, for the hair to seep in. Yeah. So, but is what it is. I'll be ordering them again because I'd rather not be itchy than sexy.
1: Good point. Very valid point.
0: Yeah. But they came out with like... I think they're coming out with a couple new prints, especially for their... Um, vest style so like they have zebra I think leopard print Ew. they're kind of cute I think I might just fuck it and
1: like my t-shirt's green I wear a green t-shirt to my work because that's the uniform or whatever well so could you tell her
0: t-shirts aren't conducive for grooming and no I
1: wear a smock over it oh so I'm probably gonna get a vest another one because mine's starting to wear down like really bad I need another vest, but I need something light and airy because it gets so hot during the yeah. summertime and with the dryers, it's so much. So I think they
0: have a mesh back.
1: Yeah, I dig it. I'll wear that. And she has, we can wear any of the t-shirts that she sells there. Um, And now she's selling tank tops, but I don't know if I feel comfortable in tank tops. <clears> okay. <throat> because I take off my vest to go like take a smoke break. And I don't know, like tank tops are so revealing. Yeah. I just have a lot working with me. I I want some, yes, of course I want some sex appeal. I'm not wearing makeup. I look like a busted bitch, and yeah, I have some big old tig babies, Okay, so like I tig beadies, like whatever. I'd like <laughs> them to show a little bit, or just know that I have them. But I don't need them out and about, you know. So yeah, I I don't know. I don't think I'll ever win. <laughs>
0: Probably not. I wear a tank top underneath my smocks.
1: You don't wear anything underneath your smocks. Well, your tank top, but like...
0: But then nothing else. I don't wear a bra. Yeah. Because... I want that life. Bras are useless to me. They're awful. I just let my titties hang out all the time. You go to the store. And my nipples are like Jennifer Aniston all the time. On Friends, her nipples were always hard. You ever notice that? Well, I mean... They did it on purpose. They're nips. Yeah, they're nipples. Yeah. They're a purpose. They're not for, you know, your desires.
1: It doesn't matter. Yeah,
0: but so that's just how I roll, and that's what I do like about um, the ladybird too. Is the other smocks I was wearing? They were a little bit more stretchy, so my nipples would show through, and so like I'd just be talking to a client.
1: Augusta wind.
0: <laughs> well, no, because anything that brushes against my nipples, they get hard. It doesn't matter. So I'm always in constant hardness at work. So you're like
1: your perma-toned nipples?
0: Yeah. Just constant hard. And so like it doesn't matter. I would look down and be like, oh, my nipples are hard and I'm talking to a male client. Like is that appropriate for a business to just have perpetually
1: hard nipples? I mean if you're keeping it professional, yeah. Do I keep anything professional? No, you don't. No, that's a bad example. (laughs) So,
0: I've got you know I wear shorts in the summer. High compression socks. You look tight like a softball smock, player. With my hard nipples.
1: At <laughs> least she looks like a rugby player. I
0: do. And then I was getting all buff, and so that's what Lady Bird needs to invent is a maternity smock, a smock that grows with you, because now I have to like look like a box because their smocks don't grow.
1: I wore my husband's smock. I know and you were it was huge. Yeah. I was huge. And it was so funny and I was so offended that nobody knew I was pregnant.
0: Okay. You weren't even that big before you got pregnant.
1: I know, but I'm I'm bigger more now than I've ever been before I was pregnant. But my point is is like because of those smocks. Oh, yeah. They're a boxy. They're like maybe yeah. she's just getting fat. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were pregnant. Like, oh yeah, guys, I'm going on uh, maternity leave and like they're like and it's going to be like 6 weeks so like make sure you get your appointments And They're like, "You're pregnant? Why didn't you tell us?" What do you mean? That's not your business.
0: Oh, my business is all my clients' business. Well,
1: yours yours well, yours is different cuz you're like well cuz you're on a very strict schedule that you constantly have to Even when adjust. I went to
0: PetSmart, I talked to all my clients about my shit. I love talking about myself. So I would just tell you anything and everything. And I tell my clients things that I probably should not tell them. <laughs> and I do. And then I locked my car, like, what the fuck? Like why would you say that, <laughs> Vanessa? Like why? Yeah. Why do they need to know you shoved that up your ass? Like, just kidding. I've never done that. But I have talked about sex with clients before. And it's just like, why? why why do you do that <laughs> and I'm like they're not gonna call me back and they always call me back but so like all my clients know pretty much 90% of my clients know that I'm pregnant that's good or know about my IVF journey
1: and stuff like that and I just that's a difficult journey anyway so I mean if if they're in the loop I think they'll appreciate it in case you have to just like take a chill day you know
0: oh yeah and to find out how many clients of mine have twins was so refreshing. One dad I saw, he he was having a mental breakdown. I could see it on his face when I told him I had twins. And he's parked in the middle of the street with his car door open because I was waiting for him to pay. And so he's his arm is kind of out the wind, like he's standing. The car door is open. He's got his arm like kind of on the door, out the window a little bit, and like he's. I tell him it's like oh yeah it's t- by the way it's twins and he like stops talking and looks down and i can just see the mental breakdown of <laughs> all the memories flushing over him and he's just like oh <laughs> and i'm just like is that good <laughs> and he's like oh yeah oh yeah like yeah <laughs> and i could just see him his ptsd flashing and glazing over his eyes (laughs) and he's like yeah mine are going to college
1: yeah it was fucking hilarious but he just didn't want to say like i'm
0: sorry oh he he, did
1: at the end he was
0: just like it's gonna be it's gonna be okay
1: (laughs) yeah it gets
0: better yeah pretty much and he was just like it'll you're in for a ride. <laughs> He's like, you're in for a ride. But, oh my god. So, yeah. But yeah, so the uh smocks, I think they are worth it. The pants, I do wear them because I spent $60 on them, but they're so uncomfortable.
1: My, my pants I still wear too, and they still roll. They don't roll down, but they like glide down because they're so silky.
0: Well, you got the... Uh, Loyalty pets.
1: Yeah, I got the loyalty pets ones. And I won't order... I'm actually... I actually put an order in for the Kenchi ones. I was like, I'm going to fucking spend it. Because they have lumbar support in built-in. Like, they They have the compression. And I'm like, okay, they're hair resistant. and And you can get compression pants. And you can get hair resistant pants. Let me just get all-in-one for me. $100. Yeah, I know. I did also order new shoes. I needed new shoes, too. Oh, you should have got the ones I got from Skechers. No, I don't always have to get everything. I got the same orthopedic shoes I had. You said you didn't like those. Because they wore down. No, I love them. They were just ugly. I thought they were kind of (laughs) cute. I like old ladies, though. You do? They were really ugly, but they, like... They're old now. They're 2 years old. I got to get a new pair.
0: Yeah. I got the Skechers Work Force with
1: um, arch support, slip resistant. Okay, well maybe I'll get that pair cuz it's probably much cheaper. Yeah, than... they were
0: like 80 bucks, I think. Okay, yeah. And they're comfortable. I've had them for a couple months. Well,
1: no. I know you got to like alternate your shoes and that was a thing that I didn't do. Even I didn't though either. I I wore mine to death.
0: Which we all do because they're walking and standing all day. Yeah, I said if I liked these, I'd go back and get another pair, and I haven't done that yet because I think Susie Scott or something like that from the Groom Pod was talking about it one time, and this is where I heard it from. And that's
1: where, yeah, that's where that heard.
0: you have to rotate your shoes every twenty four hours. Yeah,
1: or something like that. Um, th- my husband's podiatrist said that because he was getting like really, like. His feet were, like, killing him to the point, like, he was falling over and stuff. Like, he was in so much pain. And so he had to get a special insoles for his shoes. And he had to rotate his insoles every 24 hours. Every 8-hour shift, he had to yeah,
0: put new ones in. New ones in. because yeah, it takes the... For them to go back to the original mold, takes, like, 24 hours or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I should do that. The only thing I don't necessarily like about my shoes is they are canvas. So I have to vacuum or blow off the hair. Because if I don't, the hair will just stay.
1: Mine are mesh. And so they have like permanent embedded hairs in like where the shoelaces are. It doesn't bother me because it doesn't go through. Like it doesn't go into my socks or anything. Mm -hmm. So These ones don't have shoelaces. They're slip-ons. That's cool. Which I prefer because I'm lazy. I'm the type of person that laces their shoes once. If they get get untied, you'll just like walk around with untied shoes. Because I do that all the time. Yep. And people are like, your shoes aren't tied. I'm like, yeah, I know. you going to tie them for me? Then don't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2021. We don't need laces, guys. No.
0: They make these laces that you lace your shoes up with and you never have to lace them again. Yeah, they're just like. They're like zip ties for
1: shoes. Kind of, yeah. They kind of stretch and go back.
0: Uh-huh. But they're not like, remember those curly cues that you, they used to have? And oh, for like, like
1: cheerleading shoes? Yeah, those were like, they're not like that. I never had those. I was always a punk rock bitch that was poor, so. I never had them
0: either, oh. but I just remember them. But it's the same concept, but flat and not curly cues, and they are they don't have extra fabric coming out of your shoes. It's like an infinite loop for your shoes that are flat.
1: I'll have to check it out. You'll have to send me the link. Okay, I hope I can find them. I see them sometimes on Facebook. Okay, so then I'll just have to put it into the world and the phone will... I'm sure
0: they're listening right now and then we'll just get ads for it. Yeah, that's Facebook. exactly
1: what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, um, I guess there was some shit on our local
1: grooming group. Okay, yes. It kind of got me really uncomfortable. Yeah? Yeah. Give me the deets. Okay, so this one chick... We have a couple local grooming groups and we have some for business owners and we have some for like just groomers. And it's really our way of warning each other about like clients, clients, bad clients, really bad dogs. um, People like advertise that they're hiring and so on and so forth. So this one chick who I'm going to I'm going to mention there's like a few salons out here. Constantly hiring. Constantly hiring. And that's like a red flag anyway. But they don't seem to be like... They don't seem... I don't know. They don't understand that's problematic. That there's an issue with like groomers. I don't know. So anyway, they're constantly like, we're hiring, we're hiring, we're hiring. Every every couple weeks. And it's like... Mm. It shouldn't be a revolving door. It should not. No, of course not. So anyway, this one person... Posts on the grooming connection that we have out here. So
0: real quick, we have a grooming connections group for everyone, and then they have the same name, but with business, and it's only for business owners. Exactly.
1: So this person who is a business owner or a manager of some sort from this particular salon that's constantly advertising posts on the page that is for everyone, for all the groomers or people who have groomed here in town. Um, and she basically was like, it started off like, hey, I need to warn you about this groomer. This groomer comes in. She lied about how many dogs she really can do. We did a working interview. It didn't go very well. Um, she was, uh, hired for like a day and anyway, I guess it blew up. So then, it sounded problematic anyway. Yeah. Like, you hired her, you had a working interview with her, you hired her, and yeah, obviously her stay was very short. And she caused you issues, and you felt like she lied about what she can and cannot do, and, you know, and then you started putting her business out there, how she how she was, like like, trained. She basically... The person trained herself or didn't get quality training through wherever she was originally from. Whatever. It's it sounds like uh, you really shouldn't be posting it on this particular page. You should be posting on the business owner's page. Yeah. But she posted it on this page and it that was problematic in itself. But then the comments started making it so much worse like people were going in on this groomer and I she's probably a shit groomer and the industry will eventually flush her out whatever right but you don't need to like start going in so hard on this groomer because now you look like a fucking asshole. Yeah. They were saying things like she smelled bad and all this other stuff. Like that's not, has nothing to do with grooming. That has nothing to do with warning us about grooming clients. That has nothing about telling us that you sharpen shears. That has nothing to do with us. Yeah. You look like, if you're a manager or a business owner, you look like a piece of shit to work for, one. That you would completely blast this person and then the other people that are jumping in and blasting this person are and you're condoning it you're liking it you're reciprocating it you're putting this on the fucking internet saying oh yeah 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 this 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 I agree like who are you as an owner to say that and then constantly advertise that you're hiring who's gonna fucking work for you
0: Toxic people.
1: You're a fucking toxic human being. I'm just so triggered by it because I think one, yeah, if the groomer is not a very good groomer, I honestly believe like if it's not the right thing for you and no matter, there's people who try very, very hard. There's people who try very, very hard and it's just not the flavor. They don't have the talent. And I'm saying talent can be earned and and you can grow into it for sure but Mm -hmm. like there are people who just it's really hard to manage live animals you have to have the that thing that connects you to that animal for that talent to grow I get that and I do believe that there are groomers that are just not like you can have subpar quality and grow into really good quality but there's also groomers that are just like uh you should stop grooming like, it just, you're not vibing with the animals. You're not, you. it's just not meant for you. Yeah. And I honestly believe we can have these conversations constructively and talk about those things. And the industry, like I said, will push, it's going to push you out.
0: Yeah. Because you're just unfortunately not going to get hired. Like, we're, not everybody is good at everything. No. And I think that's the point that you're trying to make is that... Sure, she's not the greatest groomer. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, that doesn't. I mean, the this job might not be for her, and she just hasn't unfortunately realized it yet. Yeah, or what if she is just trying really fucking hard? Then she needs to be in a salon that is okay with her quality, but appreciates the way that she is with clients or appreciate the way that she is with dogs. Yeah. But maybe she's just not a good groomer. And like they, I believe there is a price point for everything. You know, there are um, like cheaper services that you can get. There are hairstylists that aren't that great, but they're not that great and they probably realize that and have a cheaper price point. And so there are people that need that. You know what I mean? Do you know yeah. I mean? And so for us, we're a little bit above average or at average average. You know, because there are a lot of fucking amazing groomers out there now. And so like we can charge a higher price, but I don't always believe that quality has anything to do with prices to a degree. And so maybe she just needs to find a salon out here that will just appreciate her for who she is and not be fucking shat
1: on. No, I think, I think the Grimmer could probably be a problematic person and it's probably like it would take a while for her to find the right fit. I understand that. I don't
0: know. I've never worked with her, so I can't really say anything.
1: Neither can I. And, in but the people that were going in on her who supposedly worked with her mm-hmm. were basically, you know, egging the original poster's post. Yeah. And that is what triggered me. Yeah, She probably, it's probably not the right career choice for her
0: probably not
1: probably not you could say that you as a person or somebody who's been in this industry could say that could have that criticism or could talk about it but when you start saying like hygiene we're fucking dog rumors when you start talking about personality it's work you can there are days where i literally come
0: home and i smell myself Exactly. It's like my deodorant failed me that day. So like, does that make me a bad groomer? Exactly. That has nothing to yeah, do. And
1: the personality wise, you're not, I've worked with groomers who personalities I can't fucking stand. Yeah. But. Like me. Okay. Well, are they keeping the business going? Is it something I can get over with? Yeah, probably. Because I'm here to work. Yeah. I've worked with sneaky groomers. Is what it is. Like, yeah, I'm a, I must. I, I am a stinky girl. If you
0: think sometimes by the end of the day that your ass doesn't stink, you're full of yourself, exactly. Because there are days where you're fucking back there. It's we live in Vegas, AC sometimes just doesn't always work, yeah. And so, and like,
1: you're lucky we don't live in the south because my sh- oh, oh my, god. my god, if we were moist and hot, it would be uh, over. over, we would be, We'd be clearing crap
0: like. Don't be full of yourself. Body odor is natural. And like to bring someone down... De- you don't know. You don't know if they ran out of body soap that morning. Yeah. You don't know if they couldn't even afford that body soap. Exactly. You don't know that they couldn't afford deodorant that week. Yeah. Like stop it. Making yeah. fun of someone because of the way they smell or the way they look just makes you look like an asshole because you don't know what they're going exactly. through. Exactly. I've been through times where I couldn't afford any of that shit. It was either get soap and deodorant from the 99 cent store or buy a dollar menu meal because I was hungry. And uh, what do you think I would choose? Yeah. The fucking food. Not. Exactly. Unnecessary hygiene products that I don't need at that moment. Nutrition trumps hygiene products. Like, you don't know what that person is going through. Yeah, and
1: in the beginning of a grooming career is very difficult. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. It's just... It just this thing triggered me, and I just get so heated at like people constantly there's just this but there's th- there's like three or four salons out here that are constantly advertising, yeah. and I'm like, why? why are you in business one if you're constantly having to re-up your supply of laborers? like,
0: yeah, there's one that's always like posting at least once a week, and it's like, okay. By the amount of times you post for help, that would mean you would have at least, like, 40 groomers. I know your ass isn't that busy. Exactly. So, and if you were that busy, then I would think I would know about your salon. Uh, You know, I would assume that you would be, like, an amazing salon out here that people would know about your reputation. Yeah. But I haven't heard of your salon And maybe there is an issue. I don't know. Maybe sometimes owners don't take a look at themselves and see why do I keep having to hire people? How can I change the dynamics of my salon to make sure I'm appeasing my employees? Because employers have this toxic mindset that employees come here to work for me and they're going to do what i need them to do. And yes, yes. Your employees need to listen and adhere to the policies that you set in place. But there is a way of doing that. You need your employees as much as your employees need you. And so, why have a toxic work environment? You need to do the, you need to do things to make sure that your employees don't leave you. Yeah. Because you having around about door in your salon makes you look bad to your clientele clients love consistency it's true so take a hard look at yourself yeah and figure out what you need to do and sometimes it's just you know i see every blue once in a blue moon i see people in groups complaining like i offer this my I never give my employees a hard time when they need vacation or when they're sick or they're W two they have all the safety precautions I don't overwork them they have health care they have all of these extra benefits that groomers don't usually have but they're sick and tired of having a revolving door and like employees not staying because they're a little toxic it's either drug use or just bad attitude because. On the same token as employers have a bad attitude, so do the employees. Because groomers have, again, a toxic mindset that they
1: deserve everything. And it's not even just that. It's like you also have to keep in mind like the people that work with animals are on the, I don't want to say difficult side. We're on the difficult side. We're on the difficult side. (laughs) We are. We obviously cannot function with humans well enough to succeed And I'm not saying like, you know, there's people that are just like, oh, I want to be a dog groomer when I grow up. Now we kind of fall into this work because it's something that comes naturally. It's something that we can function in and we can thrive in. And that can be nurtured in a way that could be um, prosperous for both parties. But let's be serious. You're a grooming manager, you're a grooming owner. You know how it is as a groomer, how labor works and how the people that work with animals are. Mm -hmm. Take a look in the fucking mirror and the people that you're going to get are going to be pretty similar to you. (laughs) Exactly. Like when you work with animals like and I work with all women, all women, all fucking women. They all have their individual idiosyncrasies. They're all kind of on the... Odd spectrum, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I know that, so I get along well with them. <laughs> yeah, but we are also very self-aware people. and that's, I've always been, yeah. That's I've, not common. No, and I've always been okay with most of the people I work with.
0: Yeah, well, I've had, like, one. But then, over time, I was like, wow, I was an asshole and I was young and dumb. And, like, she didn't really push my buttons, though she was a little older than I was I was 17 it was my first working job and like there was a time where I worked two weeks straight doing all of her dogs because they would call me in on my days off to help do the rest of her dogs while she was still there working yeah and so like I just didn't like her because she was a little bit of a slacker and we had talked about this in the last episode that we should have actually been idolizing these people
1: certain people. Sure, attitude didn't go well with the no. The qual the it sh- like if you take out the attitude, she would be a great groomer to have and yeah. b- work with and
0: But I mean idolizing as in like we should have been taking her practices that we thought were stupid and applying it to ourselves.
1: Like Early she on, yeah. didn't want
0: to do more than 5 dogs and it's like we thought that was bad. Because you know, we were just we're not, you need to be a machine. Yes, that's what we were taught. But I don't know. I got into like, a, I lost my, I lost my point that I was trying
1: to make. No, but it's true. Yeah. You know, so. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Watch what you say on the internet, guys.
0: Oh yeah, I just learned that lesson. <laughs> Personally, I ended up deleting my comment because someone did make a point And I just was like, you know what, I'm just going to delete it. Yeah. You know. It's true. Yeah, if, if, and it was, okay, so I made a joke. And it was um, in one of the grooming kind, I don't know, it's kind of a grooming group, but it's not really a grooming group. It's a more sexually charged group. <laughs> and it's ran by Anais, uh, the creative groomer. And so she posted this one of her beautiful pieces that she'd done. And to me it was about, you know, her, her African heritage and or African pride and it was a beautiful piece and so she was like I wonder how many how much backlash I'm going to get about this one and so of course I go like um it's probably going to be all white people and uh, I offended white people
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay wait 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 <clears throat> but then you deleted the comment I did because I
0: helped ruin something that was supposed to be beautiful. And so I think it was taking away from the piece. Okay. And because the se- the comment section did get really nasty. Oh. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to delete it because was the comment necessary? No. Was the comment hilarious? Yes. Did white people take it and be offensive because I made fun of white people? Yes. So, I didn't say all white people. I just said white people. And this dude was like, "Um, I'm offended by this comment. Of
1: course it was a man. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay, Vanessa's married to a white man. We love white men.
0: Yes. Oh, I have no problem with white people. It was a bad joke. And several people who were white got offended. And this white man... I snooped on his page to make sure that he was white. DM'd me. And was like, so, um, white people? And I was like, what is the point of this DM? Like, why are you DMing me? And he was like, about your comment. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it was mostly a joke. And he was like, I can't remember really what he was saying. Because it didn't really make sense. But apparently, basically, he was like, um, um. pinky lives matter and I was like what does that mean I think instead of black lives matter the pigment of your skin is more of pink and red when you're white so he was Ugh. yes that's kind of where I was thinking he was going with that and I was like what oh, yeah oh he's a disgusting human the fact that he needed to dm me privately To state pinky lives matter. That's weird. Just was like clearly you have some issues. And you don't want to outwardly say you're racist. So what did I do? I took screenshots of his comments to me. And I posted it on the thread. And be like don't fucking DM me about this shit. I will put you on blast like this fool. Like. So then I was like you know what? This is why I made the comment. It was a joke. But. Clearly,
1: I it's, have... It f- took away completely from the original post.
0: Yeah. I'm like, clearly, I have offended white people because you are the ones who are mostly offended by this comment. Anais even did the laughy emoji on my comment. It's
1: like... She's the original... She's the one who matters. Exactly. And so... It I was, was like, her post. It was her
0: post. It was stupid. And so... I wasn't race baiting. It was just a stupid comment. But of course it offended white people. And so I was like, you know what? This piece spoke to me as an African heritage appreciation. And she's just wanting to celebrate, you know, her heritage. And so typically people would be offended. And so those people would be white. And I'm like, if you're offended by this post as a white person, then you need to step back and think about all the black and African American people who are offended on the fucking daily. And then that's just how I left it. Like, you you don't deserve to be offended. Like, <laughs> you don't deserve to be offended by as, my comment.
1: As a partially white woman, I totally agree with you. Exactly. <laughs>
0: like, I'm part of black coalition groups. I'm a part of BLM groups. And it's mostly for an educational purposes. I don't have a right to speak in those groups. I'm Hispanic and I'm white. I'm there to learn. I'm here to listen to what they have to say. I don't get to speak up on those issues. But I get to read and educate myself on those issues. And so you don't have... I don't get offended when they're fucking talking shit on white people. I'm sitting there being like, fuck their right. Like, I don't have a right to be offended because... I do have a right to be offended when it is about Hispanic injustice. That is when I can chime in because I've been there. Yeah. And have I been, like, prejudiced against? Marginalized. Marginalized. Not to the degree of other Hispanics because I am white passing. So I have been marginalized against when they find out that I am Hispanic or if they read my fucking driver's license. But... It hasn't been. I can't really tell you because it just
1: it you happens. Have, you have
0: us you have privilege. Yes, I do have privileges that other people don't. So your privilege doesn't get to come onto a Facebook comment. That was
1: so gross. That that comment that that ugh.
0: Oh yeah, I was just like whatever. But so my point is, I deleted the comment and I learned that everything is just a problem. <laughs> I guess I'll just kind of watch what I have like I'm saying unless it is speaking up to someone who is already being, you know, racially charged into a comment. I think that was that is I overstepped my place. And so I took a post that was meant to be better and I brought it down. I Okay, she I would defy it. <laughs> okay. I would say that. Yes. Yes. So I decided to delete it and it's...
1: But it's not because of Pinky. No, 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 no. no. Fuck Pinky. No. Whatever the fuck it is. I left it
0: up long enough for people to see yeah. that these people are nasty and then I chose to delete it because I took something okay, that was not. supposed to be a safe place and that's not my place. But if I do see someone who is being racially charged in a negative way towards the people who are marginalized on the daily, that's when you can speak up and be an ally. I overused... And honestly, I can't say I'm an ally because nobody has ever claimed me as an ally. So that's not my place to claim myself as an ally. As I feel like we went
1: way in a way different place. We're overanalyzing that. it a bit. But, but it's fine. It's all for educational purposes. And, yes. we're, and you know what? Let let's bring be, it back. <laughs> we can bring it back. But we got very deep, guys.
0: We did. So sorry. But, but yeah. Yeah. So,
1: so when you post shit on the internet, just be aware that you're posting shit on the internet. And don't be... A gross human being okay people talk shit about other people that's how it's gonna be people say disgusting things yeah that's how it's gonna be but fucking say it in the privacy of your own home or with the people that you feel fucking feel comfortable being toxic around yeah if you're going to warn people about a client or another groomer leave it at that don't go further than that yeah period okay period and now, miss- now you now now people look like assholes, and it's yes. just like, ew! If I ever saw you in the streets, mm, yeah, I will not hit you because I don't have the motivation <laughs> to do it. But I will be thinking about <laughs> well, slapping when you I across. Know we would get our asses kicked. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I, but I'd be thinking about it, like yeah. this person, this owner. I just, just like a, just a little backhand for stupidity. And like, I feel like. Excuse me. I
0: feel like this person might have a case against this person because if they did work for them for at least 24 hours, that's an lawyer they, they, employee posted. relationship. And they're essentially... Defamation. Defamation. And they're making it harder for, other, for her to get a job. You can't do that as an employer. You can't talk shit about them to other bosses. There are, are legality issues there. When mm. someone calls to have a reference check you are very limited on the things that you can and cannot say all you can answer is they were here here?" and then if they ask would you rehire them yes or no you cannot go into the reasons and the other employer cannot ask because you're inhibiting that person from getting a job and that is a legal issue so she could screenshot all that shit and have a case at least i think so i wouldn't be surprised I mean. You can sue over everything these days. So. That person's
1: on that group too. Poor thing. Like who, like okay. So. I'm not taking anybody's sides as far as like yeah. who's who. Like they're probably both problematic people. Probably. But you know, if, if you're doing something stupid like, like you said, uh, defaming somebody's um, work quality or workability.
0: Yeah. Just don't do it. I'm so tired. Like, I feel like our main topic of our podcast ever is just be nice to each other. Like, which I'm like a Facebook troll, but I'm a Facebook (laughs) troll in like the anti hero, (laughs) (laughs) the anti hero dynamic, but just be nice. You're like, like the good bad guy. I am. I'm always rooting for the underdog and I try and defend the underdog. And I'm bummed that I didn't see that post. Maybe I'll just go and... It's still up
1: there. Revitalize
0: it a little bit and be like, you're all
1: fucking assholes. Somebody j- chimed in was saying something like that. And then they went in on her. Good. Bring it. Bring
0: it. I'll fucking take it. I've taken so much shit in my life that you... Like, what's different is I'd say that shit to your face And then you'd probably choke because there's not a lot of people who have the backbone to get off of their keyboard and say this in public. Yeah. You know, so that's
1: probably what makes me different. And I'm very different because I can't say things on keyboards. (laughs) I can't. I can't say things on keyboards. But I will say it in public and I'm usually pretty chill about it if I'm coming at you. It's weird.
0: Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Like, if you're saying shit to my face, I usually just take it, like, if it's about me. But as of the last couple of years, you start talking shit about other people.
1: I've never, I've never and been I'm okay. Like, I've never been okay fuck? with that. I remember at PetSmart, um, the problematic person was talking about another groomer, and they were arguing, literally arguing in front of me. And I just... I couldn't handle it anymore because this person's going in on that other person, and I was like, "Cool, calm, collective." I only brought my voice up just a little bit because when I'm f- like trying to be funny and cute, I'm fucking loud. But when I'm trying to be serious, I'm pretty monotone. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm trying to be like serious, but like, like make a point, my I try to like project my monotone voice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so then I basically shut them down because I don't deal well with, I don't deal. I'm fine with drama. I love hearing about it, and if it's warranted, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, no, you join did something? Right in. Yeah. If you well, I don't join in if it's not my lane. I don't join in. But if it's somebody doing something stupid, and shit happens because mm-hmm. of your stupidity. I will be there watching with fucking popcorn. Like, there is consequence to what you do and mm-hmm. it sometimes it's humili- humili- humiliating and I've been there before so, like, I get it. But, I, that's not my lane, but when you're Berating another person and like literally just bullying another person in front of me. I'm going to say something because yeah. there's no place in the work environment or in front of my presence to be that big of an asshole for something so petty. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like it's... And I've never gotten in trouble for being like that either. And if I like call somebody out on their stupidity, I'm pretty... <laughs> fucking same as far as like my tone and i don't know if they take me seriously but i've never gotten in trouble for like going at somebody because it's their own damn fault yeah
0: i think it's because like the salon especially if you're in a corporate environment the salon is such like a different entity but like the floor managers don't really get involved because there was some shit where like back in the day when i was young in the work being a baby there was some shit i probably should have been fired for but like they didn't yeah like the problematic chick that we're talking about our salon manager told me because i had just become a groomer she's like you gotta go tell her to move her drawer because she doesn't get that station anymore. Because bathers weren't allowed to have stations. We were only allowed to have bins, and that would be yeah. in the back. Yeah. But our we had very limited um, stylists, so we had tons of extra
1: like extra stores.
0: drawers drawers available. So the bathers were cool enough to get drawers, but this station was about to be utilized. So she just ha- literally had to take her drawer out. Switch it with another drawer in another station. And I was like, I don't think I should be the one to tell her that. (laughs) (laughs) Because we don't like each other. And I was trying to avoid the conflict. Because I knew no matter how I said it, this situation was going to get out of hand. And like I just knew it. And I was trying to turn around with her because I kind of felt bad that I went to. we We got hired four days apart. So not that big of a gap. And like so, I felt bad that I went first and she didn't. But she's the one that turned it down. And so they asked me, and I said, "Yeah, sure, I'd love to." And so she was mad about that. Whatever, she turned it down. But anyways, so I was like, "I don't think I should." And she was like, "Just be nice about it." And I'm like, "I, okay, like no matter how I say it, she's gonna blow up," and she did blow up. And I was like, hey, so uh, salon manager said, you have to move your drawer because the station that you're in, I'm going to be in. And she was like, nah, and like went off. And I was like, "Uh, um, OK. <laughs> she went and cried in her car for like an hour over a drawer. I didn't even like yell it at her. I just said I said it nicely. I swear.
1: <laughs> she cried. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. People that work with dogs are weird.
0: We are such a weird people. So we're just gonna do stories. We'll do the um, grooming Facebook groups next week, or next, whatever.
1: Okay. Yeah. Send in your suggestions. If we, yeah. If so that way we can give you ours, mainly Vanessa's, and um, we can look into what you guys. If you guys, gave guys ever us. have
0: any topics or anything that you would like us to talk about. You're always more than welcome to shoot us your suggestions. Yeah, just
1: just send us a little message.
0: We want you to do all the legwork, and we just talk on the microphone <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and rant forever.
0: Yeah, that was a long rant. We got all over the place. Sorry, guys. That's what ha- you know. What we're not even gonna apologize because that's every
1: episode. It really is. And
0: apparently, you guys like it. So,
1: all right, guys, let's get into some stories. Um so our first story is from Lindsay Lee. Let's get ready to rumble. Hey ladies, what's up? Super proud of you for how well the podcast is going. You're all are awesome. Sorry it's been a minute and a half. Life happens all at once. <laughs> this isn't so much a story as a rant of a current coworker. As always, my name's Lindsay down in Florida. Ain't afraid to say it out loud. I just started a new shop six-ish months ago and I have a plethora of weirdo co-workers. Today we talked about just one. Or today we'll talk about just one. Allow me to pre- preface this with I genuinely care about everyone currently there uh, save one groomer. He can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> the story kind of falls in line. <laughs> oh, this is Perfect. Um the douche canoe groomer is a man, late 40 late 40s chain smoker, heavy-handed, pretty rough with the dogs, has no drive to get better, a shave it down and get out uh, mentality and a ridiculous conspiracy theorist. Ooh. Okay, see so this warrants.
0: I love a good conspiracy theory though. Ugh.
1: They're so fun. And you know what's so funny is that I literally watch all of the conspiracy, like not po- what are they called? Documentaries, all of them.
0: Oh, yeah, because they're amazing. They're good. But I'm not
1: a conspiracy theorist.
0: I believe some of them.
1: Mm, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I'm a sucker for a good de- debate on an interesting conspiracy. But your boy thinks the government controls the weather. He's a fl- He's a real flat earther. He's unironically truly believes the earth is flat. Sorry, wait. He knows it is. Oh, does he? Yeah. Does he He, know? He thinks there are actual lizard people living among us. He thinks smartphones are pure evil because the government spies on him and follows his every move, yet has an iPhone, among (laughs) many other theories. So he doesn't practice what his theories are. I know, right? Aliens are living among us. Did you know? They steal our children. Ghosts aren't real, but our vacuums are programmed to collect our DNA and send it to them. What? What? The cotton swabs to test for COVID are implanting nanotechnology to change our DNA. I'm not making this up. I swear to you. Certified nut job this one. Holy shit. Okay. The thing is, though, is is that, like, I believe he's not joking about any of these. Like, sometimes you can have kind of, like, a little bit of a fun with those conspiracy theories. But goddamn... I'm a real country person as a heads up, and I also have a very strict personal policy of not discussing religion or politics in the workplace. Oh, that's
0: boring, Lindsay. Uh,
1: (laughs) I simply don't do it, and I agree. I've encountered too many issues from conversations like those in the workplace. I also couldn't give a flying rat's hairy ass what anyone um, believes or leans. Hell, my wife and I lean opposite directions when it comes to politics. This mofo got red-faced with me because of the election and didn't like that I said, hey, let's not talk about it at work. And then he tried to get in my face to imitate me, to actually yell at me that Biden is a pedophilic demon from hell. His actual words, dude. That if I voted blue, we'll all be homeless. We'll lose our jobs. We'll have microphones implanted into us to track our every move. Yada, yada, yada. I'm extremely professional until I'm not. My redneck came out that day. Flashbacks to drunken fights at the fire pit and flying bottles of half-gone piss water raged (laughs) behind my eyes. I'm a round girl, real big girl. I'm not tall, but I'm taller than him. You best believe I stood my... Big ass, proud and tall, hooting and hollering about how it ain't none of his business what I do. And if he had anywhere close to a full bushel of hay, he'd shut the fuck up and go back to his dunce cap and corner where he belonged.
0: His pee pee probably went back inside of him.
1: (laughs) And once he did shrivel up like a tiny little salted slug he was, I told him the next thing he comes... The next time he comes yelling in my face, he better expect to throw hands because this bitch ain't got, ain't afraid to fuck someone up. I may get bloody, but I'll win. We don't talk anymore, lol, but he got in more trouble than I did because I attempted to de-escalate the problem. The shop owner thinks he's a whack job, too. <laughs> oh, He sounds slightly entertaining, though. Fun times, here's a pick of my goo for some wholesome content. As always, ladies, keeping the amazing humans that you are and thank you for the podcast. I love chatting with you all while I'm grooming. Uh and it's I her, wish we could respond. It's her baby with a little top hat on. But yeah, no, he sounds like a whack job. I think it's funny, like, you're kind of like a conspiracy nut job, like, to a degree that I'm, like, a little uncomfortable with, but (laughs) I think it's funny because then I look at you differently when you say certain things, and I'm like, did that really just come out of her mouth? Yes, it did. But I have friends on all different spectrums of, like, everything.
0: I mean, if we're not all a little crazy, then are we having any fun?
1: Very true. This person does sound interesting, but if he's getting aggressive...
0: No, he definitely crossed the
1: line there. Yeah, I would lay his ass out too.
0: Because conspiracies are just that, conspiracy theories. And sometimes they do come to light and sometimes they don't. But you know what?
1: It's funny when they do come to light, like the conspiracies that are really true, they never come to light like the freaking nutjobs are talking about. Yeah. Like you were hooting and hollering about pedophiles. And when there's pedophiles, they're not the pedophiles that you want them to be. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, there you were right but they're not the pedophiles you wanted them to be. (laughs) And it's like, oh, okay, well, we can all get our cake and eat it too or some bullshit like that. I mean,
0: it just, there are just some things. I don't know. At least one thing that he did say that I do fall in line with, but I'm not going to say what that one thing is. Is it the aliens? uh, No.
1: No, no, no. I don't know if they're among us, but I believe in aliens. I
0: do think that we are not the only people or we're not the only entity out there in the but world. But that's another
1: conspiracy theory.
0: Is it, though? I mean, come on.
1: If we haven't made contact yet or have confirmed contact, it's still a theory.
0: Yeah. But, like, essentially we're aliens. You know what I mean?
1: I don't know. Are you so, getting into
0: something? <laughs> like, but that's not the conspiracy theory that I thought uh, that I fall in line with him. But.
1: Please tell me it's not flat Earth.
0: Ew. Uh, the Earth is very round. No. No, anyway, (laughs) I'll tell you off mic.
1: (laughs) She don't want to expose herself.
0: I mean, I guess I'll expose myself like, you know, I'm very liberal. So and I'm kind of anti-government, but it's I think Joe Biden is a pedophile.
1: Oh, I don't think Joe Biden's a pedophile. Those things were completely out of context. But I really? do believe.
0: Really? Yes. The way he touches children and women, you think that's out of
1: context. There was two photos and they were all his grandkids. And- um,
0: you didn't see the Asian girls, the black girls, the white girls. Okay, he's
1: gross. But I'm he's not saying th- he's a, I'm not saying. Okay, listen. <laughs> I don't like him. Mostly because I'm a Bernie bro. But. Oh, I love Bernie. Yeah, I love Bernie too. So
0: he's a disgusting old man and yep. I do think he toes that line of pedophilia. Yeah, no but No doubt I think, in my mind. But I have
1: like this uncomfortable feeling that most old older white men But is that still And okay? older men. No, it's not okay. It's exactly. disgusting, but I just think it's gross and yeah, I don't There's a term for that. It's called pedophilia. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Things aren't confirmed, so I can't flat out say it, but yeah. That's why I said, I think he
0: is. It's not confirmed, so I cannot say that it's, he is. Yeah. But I do
1: think he does toe that line. But this nut job probably believes Trump is wholeheartedly a saint, and oh. he has been completely confirmed because it's on Trump record. Trump is a rapist. Yeah, he, he and a pedophile. Disgusting.
0: He's disgusting. The way he talks about his daughter is incestual, and
1: it's just... Are we not supposed? Aren't we not supposed to talk about politics? Right? We are totally... But it has nothing to do with pi- political ideology. It's just two people that end up being, being... disgusting. That are, like, supposed to be the front runners for that ideology, but it has nothing to do with politics.
0: No, because obviously we're talking shit on a Republican and a Democrat, so... Yeah. Fuck the government. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I think we need a government, but I think the way that our government
1: is it needs to be run by the people of the laborers and it needs to be different that's just what it is yeah. anyway
0: sorry Lindsay Lee we talked about politics <laughs> in the workforce um but anyways so yeah that's why i didn't want to go down
1: that line thanks lindsay <laughs> it was a good story it really I was i love every time you write to us cuz your work is so beautiful it is all right so yeah. we're going to move on okay so this one's going to stay anonymous but let's get into it. Hey girls, let's talk about communication between groomers for items to purchase. So I went to a very influential groomer who has their own page for, let's say, teaching and had advertised some scissors of a brand that I absolutely love. We will leave that anonymous too. I contacted said groomer about purchasing the scissors. She responded about how to purchase an email back to confirm the payment sent. With that, I also sent an email with confirmation on payment, but I never received an email in return that she received it or that she had sent. So I emailed just like, hey, I'm making sure you receive my payment. You know, just me being sure it went through and whatnot. I also reached out through Facebook and Instagram, and over a course of two weeks, I had not heard back from her yet. At that point, I'm feeling like I'm harassing, but I'm simply wanting to make sure she received my payment and to get tracking number to find out when to expect my package so I can keep an eye out and make sure it doesn't get stolen or lost in the mail because that matters to me. That makes sense. I mean, should matter. Yeah, like, you know, you buy something, you want to make sure you're getting it. Exactly. Like you want that product that you just paid for. Exactly. I I I'm one of those insane people that once I purchase those products, I'm literally tracking it every single oh, yeah, 100%. day cuz I love the anticipation and I don't like surprises. <laughs> <laughs> do you know uh do you know how you can see someone has uh, read your message on yeah. Facebook and Instagram she left you on red. she definitely has and I didn't want to feel off coming as harassing but as a concerned cons- customer who has sent payment and not heard at all a response I also reached out to someone else who had purchased the scissors from her that commented on the same page that she um, said did and that she paid for them but hasn't yet to receive them But she gets a response about how that she sent them out, but they got lost, which I'm sure due to the crazy winter weather we had, um, and then stopped replying after any other messages of hers after that. Um, This groomer shared her emails, and I responded, and I shared. We were so puzzled by why we were being ghosted. It made me so upset that she was treating us that way. I understand that we are all busy, but... A simple sorry, I get to it. Send, um, I get to send it out to me, or gotten crazy, or a simple. I'm looking to looking into the lost package still, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like no if, communication. Yeah, if there needs to be communication, if things are lost or stolen, somebody's gonna take the hit. Ideally, as a consumer, you're wanting not to take the hit because you're supporting this person and hopefully would like to support them as well. And as like a distributor or a business person, taking the hit is just part of the job sometimes. If it's lost or stolen, if this person has been sending messages like, hey, I paid for this, I have yet to receive it, um, tracking information is going to tell you where it's at. Yeah. You're not you're not doing the tracking on what you're sending out like. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I always find it sus when companies or even like when I buy things off Etsy, they don't always send a tracking number. Yeah. And I hate that. Or it, you
1: know, it's a homemade product. It, if it's a handmade or homemade product, yeah, I understand there's going to be a long wait and then they send you the track tracking yeah. right before it's actually sent out. But like give me just like an email update. Yeah. I'm not saying take pictures of everything that you do. Just, like, have it automatic. Like, hey, reminder, it takes 5 to 15 weeks to for this product. Yeah. Send out those automatic reminders. Yeah.
0: Because you can set those up. Yeah. Like, when you don't
1: I- have to tell me that you're doing this and this and this. Just remind me that, yes, I still bought something. I will get it. And it's yeah. just going to take a little bit longer.
0: And usually I get those emails, like, once. Like, after purchasing it, you automatically yeah. get the automated email saying it takes five to ten days to make I ship out on Thursdays of every week yeah um, and then I'll send a tracking number and if I'm like getting anxiety oh my god like nothing's been sent out I'll go find that email and be like oh okay that's why yeah, I, I, without, I stick back yeah. yeah exactly without having to bug the person so what seems to be happening with this company is none of that is set up should like be like it's not
1: it's not really a company it's an influencer that she's purchasing through the influencer so well well, then it
0: sounds like this influencer needs to set
1: up a website i don't know yeah so let's get into it further there's still a little bit more anyways so i emailed the company of the shears who is her sponsor explaining the situation they said they would reach out to her and hope things will be resolved basically Not even an hour after I saw that email response, she emails me and sends me the exact same to the groomer, to the other groomer, uh, the exact same email to the other groomer. So it just was typed out response, basically. So it was just a typed out response, basically. So basically, the first groomer that complained about not getting shears or not getting any information after paying got... Um, kind of a, a brushed off email. Yeah. So she sends an email to the company of the sponsor, who sponsors this person. The person finally gets back to her and it's the same goddamn email. That's us. Damn, really had, uh, damn, I really had to reach out to the company to finally get a hold of her. That seemed ridiculous. I also had sent a Venmo requesting my money back, too, before I saw her response. And the business is running through Venmo? Red flags. Well, no, the business isn't. Venmo requesting my money back before I saw her response because, you know, I was just not given the time of day. So it seems like... Well, no, I'm not saying the business is in the company
0: of the name brand Shears, but I'm talking about the person that she is ordering through, to me, is still considered a business because there's money being transferred. Yes, but so with
1: Venmo as a cash app, the money isn't considered like for purchase of product. It is just like money transfer. Yes. So you might not get your money back. at that
0: time, Venmo, I assume at that time when she's going through all this, Uh Venmo probably hadn't launched the business side yet. They just did that a couple weeks ago. Exactly. Yeah. So... Sus that she's using Venmo to take money from clients. So red flag that she hasn't gone through the proper channels of
1: having a legit business. Yeah. What kicked it the most uh, was a response from the other groomer who purchased the scissors. She had been awaiting six weeks and being ghosted up until I had reached out for us. And the nerve of the influencer only responded to the other groomer saying that she was ignoring her responses because she was being nasty. Nowhere in her emails, um, looked up, um, Nowhere in her emails, correspondent replies, I saw anything nasty. So the person basically didn't send anything nasty. It was more concerned for her product. Yeah. Unless she's super sensitive. I don't know. Just wasn't cool. probably just
0: manipulating and trying to turn it around on the other person to make them feel bad.
1: I don't know. Just wasn't cool. And especially when we um, look up to someone and they treat you the way... Uh, just that way really burns. I did for you guys my messages so you can see, um, could see, shine some light on the topic if you want. I aim for communication, not only in work, but out of, out of work, you know? And I work hard for my money. I've earned it. Love night. you girls. Enjoy listening to your show. So it... This whole situation seems very sus. It does. And the thing is, though, is that it's, if it's if it's like a person who is in our world and is kind of put on a pedestal in our world, um, you would think there'd be a little bit more. I don't know security. Urgency? Security, yeah, like security around it. Like money comes in to you. What yeah. are you gonna do? You send out the product exactly. Like and then they're when- just
0: shears. It's not like they're making anything.
1: No, I know. Exactly. <laughs> and so now it's like, do you, this person's scamming somebody. It sounds like a fucking scam. Well, there's another
0: company that has a very similar background. I know it's not that company because me and her have talked. Mm-hmm. But it just still is so shitty.
1: It's like, oh, we can totally just take a couple people's money and it won't be that big of a deal. Yeah. Because as long as we're the majority of the fulfillments or mm-hmm. the shipping is fulfilled, yeah, that's gross.
0: It is gross and it sucks. I really hope you get what you purchased because this whole thing is sus.
1: Yeah.
0: And it just sucks. That's why they say like don't meet your heroes. Don't meet the people you idolize because, you know, sometimes they're assholes. <laughs> so, I don't know.
1: Everybody you've idolized, you've idolized because they are an asshole. Yeah, because I gotta
0: keep my <sighs> like, gotta keep a low standards. <laughs> I like to know what I'm getting into. Like, if I can tell you you're putting on, I'm most likely not gonna idolize you. Yeah, because I like my people real, and that's why. I'd fuck, never mind. We're not gonna get down that rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I hope you get what you're what you had purchased that's
1: really fucked up yeah so all right guys it's a good thing to know if we ever got out there and sold like merchandise or our own products oh we're gonna be
0: horrible at selling merchandise yeah
1: but we know like we just gotta make sure it gets to the right people
0: (laughs) right (laughs) like if we ever sell merchandise like where we have to ship it out oh my god it's not going to be good. <laughs>
1: and they'll be held to pay if the company doesn't. Yeah. Pull through.
0: So. But yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe one day we'll start doing shit. Other than talking on microphones. Yeah.
1: <laughs> your dog um. is terrified right now. All right.
0: We are out. Till next time. Send us your stories at groomerhumor at gmail.com again that's groomer humor at gmail.com um i do stress that because sometimes i do get stories through dms and i literally will forget that they're there so it is kind of more organizational if you send them to our email um and follow us on facebook and instagram at shit on the table tell your friends to listen to us at spotify itunes and google play um all right, guys. Well, uh, have a good night or day. I don't know. I went off script. <laughs> good night. <laughs>